Welcome to Crowdsourced Wisdom, the podcast for growing wiser together. Our first several episodes tease out what we've learned over the last year in semi-lockdown. If you'd like to share your insight on the show, email me at crowdsourcedwisdom at curatecuriosity.com. In today's episode, my friend Tarek speaks about pausing to recalibrate how we spend our time. Hi Tarek, thanks so much for joining us. Hi Kaya. Tarek and I met in undergrad. We've known each other for almost 12 years now, which is a little crazy. But we really became friends about six years ago when we went to Italy for a good friend's wedding. So I know you pretty well, but for the benefit of those who don't, would you like to introduce yourself, say a couple words? I'm Tarek, I'm 30 years old, and I work in tech. Studied industrial engineering, but I decided to go into business. And that's pretty much it. So here we are. It's Friday night. This isn't what we used to do on Friday nights. When I was making dinner just before this, I was thinking about all the Friday nights. I guess it was in 2019 when I would finish up at the gym, pick up groceries, and head down to your place to make dinner. We would drink wine, chat about everything on our minds, and then meet up with other friends. That feels like a lifetime ago. And when I think about myself, I think in some ways I'm a pretty different person than I was back then. But I'm curious if you feel the same about yourself. Do you think anything about you or your outlook has changed over the last year? Absolutely. So I'm pretty chill guy. If there's a spectrum of anxious people, I'd be on the extreme opposite of it. I really struggled and had a hard time accepting the fact that there's a pandemic and we have to take super careful measures. And it took me a while to just like adjust to the new lifestyle. It really gave me a chance to reflect and do a lot of thinking about what was important in life and what's not. And I always assess how things are going. I don't think I've ever deeply thought about where am I right now? Where am I going? Am I happy, satisfied or not, simply because I think there was so much distraction. This year allowed me a lot of reassessment of what I'm doing, where I'm going and how I feel about things. And would you say that you sort of found more comfort in, in being alone? Was that something that was maybe more uncomfortable before? I wouldn't say it was uncomfortable. I'm naturally an introvert, so I do derive my energy and I enjoy my me time to recharge. I think it's just feeling that not all my friends or not all people are on the same page regarding uh, their anxiety, their how much they worry. That's what made me pause and just realize what drives me versus what drives other people or how I, how I look at the world and, and risks compared to my circles. And that was the first lesson of seeing things from different perspectives and being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and really try to understand what they're thinking or how they're thinking and why. I think it just made me a bit more thoughtful in that regard. It's really interesting that in being apart from people, you sort of developed more empathy for others' insights and got a better sense of how they're feeling. It's like it's kind of the opposite of what we would have expected. Empathy has, I think, different definitions to different people. 
some people are compassionate, but they're not necessarily passionate about how people got there. They're just compassionate about how people are, like the situation. Like if you see a homeless person, you just you feel compassion for them because they they end up being homeless. Others really look as to what caused this homelessness. And I think if this was a spectrum, you'd find people along that spectrum in different levels. I think I was more towards the former. I usually reacted to that end result. And I thought I was doing a good job trying to understand it, trying to be non-judgmental, uh, be supportive, and kind of accepting the result. But I wasn't doing a lot of digging to see the cause of it or the root of it or the circumstances that led to it. And I think just by me by myself and just seeing how drastically different people reacted to the current events, uh, it allowed me to really reflect on my approach to empathy and to understanding people and actions. And it, it took me to kind of oscillating between the two ends of the spectrum. How did we get here or why did something happen? And then, okay, how do I react or how do I understand the result? So it's almost like in being forced to reflect on things because there was you know, very little else to do, you were sort of forced to consider things more deeply and consider the circumstances that caused certain things to happen. Did you notice that in analyzing things, you analyzed your own situations as well? And, and if so, what did you learn from that? What did you uncover? I always had on my to-do list kind of mindfulness, meditation, self-reflection to be routine or a habit. I kept doing a lot of reading on it and the benefits of it, and, but it was always something that I kept postponing or procrastinating. And I think with the amount of me time that I got uh, in the last year, uh, it almost was a forcing function, but in the same time, it was an opportunity to really explore this thing. And I started really looking at a lot of things in my life and my lifestyle overall and what things I actually enjoy versus what things I just got into the habit of enjoying at the cost of other things. Because there's always an opportunity cost when you decide to pick one activity versus the other. And I don't think I was ever being mindful enough to look at if I'm engaging in one thing, what am I not engaging in? It was a good chance to realize what's important to me and whether I was actually aligned with it or not. Is being forced to have all of that space to think about things more deeply is that something that you're now going forward, going to create for yourself, like holding time for meditation or reflection? Is that something you're trying to work into your schedule moving forwards? Yes, I am actively working on building this habit, but I keep reminding myself how hard it will be once you have the distractions of normal social life and the different type of busy uh, that we get. I just, it, it's, I keep reminding myself like this will be challenging and how can I overcome this to make sure that this is something that sticks with me? Because it probably has the most positive net effect uh, on my life compared to anything else mm -hmm. I acquired uh, in the last year. I think that's a really good reminder to us all to hold space, even as life goes back to normal and we go back to our overly packed normal lives in the real world outside our four walls. 
you've given us a good reminder to hold some space to think about ourselves and sort of take a moment to pause and look around and think, is this what we want? Are we spending our time in line with the things that we want to be doing? I kind of wonder if when life goes back to normal and we suddenly can spend time doing almost whatever we want, I think it will be interesting to see how people choose to spend their time because they might be a little bit more picky now that time is so precious. Yes. And I think it's not just about being picky now that time is being precious. I think a lot of people, like we're forced into new hobbies, new habits, And I think it will be interesting to see how many of those stick because I feel like a lot of us really got to where we are, not necessarily with active planning, uh, as you mentioned in your first episode, but a lot of it is just, it happened organically. Like if I look at my current social circle, it really was a bunch of luck how we ended up forming. We knew each other in school, but... It was a mm-hmm. wedding of a common friend that really brought us together. <laughs> and I th- On a different continent. Exactly. <laughs> and I think a lot of things in our lives just happen so organically yeah. and unexpectedly yeah. that you really, at some point, find yourself somewhere and you're like, how the hell did I get here? And it's not necessarily in a negative <laughs> way. It's just like, you wonder how you got here. And now that people have acquired new hobbies and activities and lifestyles, it will be interesting to see how many of us return to our old habits life will go back to normal and the definition of normal might change from one person to the other. Uh, I think the only way to truly know that the new normal you're creating for yourself is what you truly want and fulfills you is by grounding yourself and doing some reflection on your choices and how you got here and whether you're happy about where you are or not. You can think of all the one-time or short-term experiences that we go through So if you think of people who go on a yoga retreat or like an ayahuasca retreat or a mindfulness retreat, I think the value you get from that retreat or that experience really is not the time you spend there, but how much you're able to apply what you learned to your regular life. And when you think of it, it's just no different than this. We spent a year in a a retreat of some sort. And it's an experience and like an experiment for everyone. The value I get from this year is to take back as much as what I learned and apply it to my normal life once this is over. And it starts from now because this is the new normal for foreseeable future. But making making those active changes, I think, is the only way to get the value. I love that outlook that this year hasn't been a waste. The value of it is is just not... In this year, it's in how we apply the lessons learned in future years. I think that's such a productive outlook on the last year. Instead of saying this is a wasted throwaway year, let's forget about it. Let's move on. Let's never talk about it. Let's instead think about what we learned and how we can put that to use to make future years better. Exactly. It's all about perspective. It's all in perspective. This has been such an interesting conversation. Thank you so much for all of your insights about pausing and making space to reflect on how we're spending our time and where we'd rather be spending it. Thank you for having me and thank you for starting this podcast. It's amazing. Thank you for joining us.